Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard is here. We've got Pat Boyle on the updates and the participation of you, be it via the phone, social media, or just good old-fashioned listening in your car, truck, uh, big rig, uh, dune buggy, house, you know, lawnmower. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing. It's all over the world. We're all over the world. They call me Mr. Worldwide, in case you didn't know that. 855-212-4227. The uh, NBA is not what I meant to say. I meant to say NFL, but I'm going to cover that up. The NBA is back in action. A lot of good games. Keeping our eye on this Kings Heat game right now, where the Kings beat the Clippers last night. And now the Heat, with all their, like, backup guys, are giving them some problems. But it is a close game. We'll talk some NBA here in a little bit. Uh, Also, the Knicks with a massive last-second win over the Pistons. My Detroit Pistons. I have said that they will make the playoffs next year. They will make the playoffs. I know they're bad, but they've got a good group of guys. I can't think Monty Williams is this bad of a coach. He was very animated afterwards, did not like the officiating. So not only will he win about 14 games this year, he'll also get fined for that. At some point, like, can we just stop? I I know that you want to fine them so that they don't make a habit of it, but you don't have to fine them every time. I mean, you want these people to be candid, and they don't like a call, so let them blow off steam for 60 seconds. That shouldn't cost you 50 grand. Hey, Bart. Yeah. If if the if the refs get it wrong, you have free reign. If you're wrong in your analysis of the refs, you get fined. Oh, like it goes to a review board? Like, like a kangaroo no, like, court? If refs make mistakes, 
You have a right to call out referees if they're making egregious mistakes that cost you a game. Shep, you know what they could do then? What's that? Is they pile up each week all the times that a coach or a player went after an official. Right. And then every Friday night at 7 o'clock, we have a show on NBA TV where they play the clip, show the play, and then there's a board that determines whether the player should get fined or not. If the ref was wrong, the ref doesn't get fined. Refs are going to make mistakes. Correct. But if the player or the coach wants to be outspoken, then they are subject to this board. And then they find out. We find out. There's so many. We, we will We will eat up. We will eat up everything. Right. Content-wise. And so there's always new ways to make content. So I'm proposing a weekly show where they review the press conferences and then review the play to determine if the coach or player should be fine. Because sometimes the coach gets mad. Then they come out with the last two-minute reports, and they were right, but they get fined for being right. I mean, you can't let a guy blow off steam a little bit? Right. I don't know. I mean, no. I mean, if there's a horrible call, a coach has every right to say, you know, what's what's real. They have every right to call a spade a spade, especially – and, and this, is, this is so true. We are so highly wound up at the end of games, even at the end of shows, Bart. Like, your momentum – is carrying it over to a press conference, right? So that frustration, you're not having a lot of time to really unwind and decompress. So you're getting coaches and you're getting players after they basically just came off the floor. It's already been stressful enough being the head coach of the Detroit Pistons. What do you expect Monty Williams to say in that instance? And that's where Cam Newton came up before. That's I always defend Cam Newton after that Super Bowl. Guy just lost and people are mad that he didn't give long enough answers to for 15-second sound bites for... The sports update? Well, now, he yeah. did also see a ball right in front of him and not dive on it, right. so I, I, I criticize right. him for I, that. I was about to say, if, if you're if you're an RIP to this guy, if you're Steve McNair and you gave everything you got in the Super Bowl and you come up just shy, I can understand him being you know downtrodden and not saying a whole lot. But when you're Cam Newton and you cost your team the Super Bowl, that's when you got to be the franchise quarterback and own up to everything you did wrong and your team coming up short. I don't remember much about that Super Bowl except me yelling, Get on the ball, Cam! It's right there! Right, right. What and, are you doing? Right, and Von Miller was pretty good in that Super Bowl too. MVP. Yep. Uh, this all came up because I accidentally said NBA instead of NFL. So, well, you know, that means you're turning over a new leaf, right? You're moving on from your NFL dojums and your, uh, you know, melancholiness when it comes to them not playing for the next seven months, and you're giving the NBA some love. We appreciate that. Well, I'm very excited to talk more NBA, um, but right now I'm going to still do NFL, 855-212-4227. Got some people on hold that want to talk about their teams. Patrick. Yes, sir. How you doing? What's up? You get an email? Yeah, no, I I have a question for you on the NFL draft. Okay. Um, The Patriots, third pick, um, would you go with Marvin Harrison? If that pick is still there. So they're at three. Let's say Caleb goes and Drake May goes. Would they take Marvin Harrison? Uh, uh, yeah. Because I heard that they're going to trade down to the, the Bears. Is that a possibility too? There was somebody that, you know, they've been a team that suggested, oh, they could get Justin Fields and the Falcons. I, I don't and think I've I even seen the Commanders. Fields, so. If I'm the Patriots, do I take 
Marvin Harrison Jr. And what do I do at quarterback? I think I bring uh, up Marvin, Marvin Harrison, sir, because uh, the Devontae Parker sucks. Schuster is awful. And Thornton sucks, too. I think so it's going to be a while, Patrick, before, uh, thanks for the call, before the Patriots are contending again. Uh, you know what? I'm going to add that to my list of questions that I don't know the answer to. I don't know. I'm going to pull that up here. Uh, if you guys don't know, I keep a list of questions that either stump me or I'm not quite sure how to answer. Um, should I go over the list right now? Would you like to hear the list of questions? Here are all the questions that I have kept track of that I have been unable to answer on the spot with a definitive answer. In the last two months. Hey, Bart, which linebacker do you think covers George Kittle? And who are the Niners going to put on Kelsey? Why is Vikings legend Jim Marshall not in the Hall of Fame? When do you think the Chiefs will be asked to change their name? Which current NFL player do you think will make the best head coach someday? Do you think Bronny even wants to play with LeBron? Hey, Bart, take all the athletes in any sport and have them fight to the death. Who would win? That one came in last week. You missed that one. Should the Patriots take Marvin Harrison Jr.? I got a document here. Just uh, typing it instead of a quarterback. All right. Thank you for the call. Uh, I'm going to say rain check. Rain check me. Rain check me. We got to figure out what happens with Justin Fields which I'll get into that a little more in a second based on a little nugget Peter King put in his final column today. Scott is in Toronto. Hey, Scott. Hey, Bart. How you doing, brother? What's up? Not much, man. Love your show. Um, I'm, I'm pretty new to listening, so I'm still getting used to the schedule. Every now and then, you're not on and Shep is on. Oh uh, yeah, last week Shep was on Friday, yeah. And the week before that again as well, I think. I think I did all five the week before that. Okay, because mm-hmm. I remember one night he was going crazy, like lately. Oh, the oh. week before, no, I I had a night the internet went out. There was okay. a big internet outage. The whole state of Wisconsin lost internet, including me. Oh man, he took full advantage. He was talking about the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy. Oh, no, he... that was a few weeks prior. That I'm well aware of. Oh, yeah. Anyways, the most recent time, this is the big one, just last week. Again, you weren't around. You probably weren't listening. They had a caller call in. Shep started talking. First of all, I'm trying to figure out Shep. Roughly, how old is he? He just turned 37 years old. Okay, that's a, that maybe that okay. And, and roughly, how long has he been watching professional sports? I think the day you came out of the womb, there was a uh, NBA game on, right? Well, actually, uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott, I started watching sports a week and a half ago. Okay, I really <laughs> do enjoy him. Thank but you, Mike. I have to let you know there's. There's something for you to take advantage of here, Bart. Okay. He was pretty much telling a gentleman 
that the Kansas City Chiefs will not, cannot win this year. No, no, I ne- no, Scott, Scott, a, I never, I never said that. He was saying that the likelihood of it happening was so slim because it's never happened before. That he was pretty much willing to give this gentleman his paycheck. Shep would. Ne- Shep doesn't gamble. I try to get him to gamble nickels. He won't do I, it. I will say I have. I have now. Now, in fairness to Bart, in fairness to what Scott's saying, I have said, but like there are a couple things I have said where I will give a weekly paycheck away if this happens. One of those was the Texans making the Super Bowl. I remember that distinctly. Okay. I never would ever make a weekly paycheck wager on Patrick Mahomes not winning. Now. I uh, like now. I I did have the Bills winning over them. I did have the Ravens winning over them, and my analysis was spot on. And then I said, you know what? I don't trust Kyle Shanahan in big games. And for two weeks, Barton Scott, I made it abundantly clear this is going to be the Chiefs' third Super Bowl in five years. Okay, I am pretty sure that you're pretty positive that the Chiefs could never win again. Because it's never happened before, Scott. And, if you can, if you can find that audio, and yep. you have to, you have to prove that it's the, <laughs> that it's the, the second, the second after, the second <laughs> after they beat the I, Ravens. If anything I'm came sure. out of my mouth where the chief, where I said the Chiefs <laughs> will not be able to win the Super Bowl once they beat the Baltimore Ravens, because remember the no, AFC. Do, you, do, the do AFC, you mean Scott? Do you mean next year? He was talking about this upcoming year that they will. I think not Scott's win. saying you said this Friday night because the, the oh, three yeah, Super no, Bowls. Oh yeah, no, they're not. No, 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 Scott, you're right. No, they're they're not. Okay, now it's now it's ringing a bell. They're not winning three Super Bowls in a row. They're oh, not doing that. Come on. They're not. They're not. Okay. Well, that's it. That's what I okay, want. We gotcha. got him, Scott. I, we got Bart. him in that corner. You from one side, me from the other. You jabbing, me slapping. We got him finally. <laughs> free, free pizza party for Bart. If the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I want free pizza party for Bart. And when Bart's eating the pizza, I want him to t- go like, mmm, let us all know how good it is. Oh, every mm. bite I will eat it. That's, yeah. that, that's a deal. And, Scott, I, it, it, let me tell you something. Not only will Bart have a free pizza party along with his entire family, <laughs> I'll make sure I give him two pies. I will, I will find a way to Uber a free pizza pie of your choice to your residence. Whoa. If the Chiefs win three Super Bowls in a row, that's a promise. That's a promise. I, I, I not even needed. I just want okay. to enjoy a pizza, pizza on air. Maybe you could have a piece with some crow on it or something. <laughs> that would be great. But um, I enjoy you guys so much. But I, I, I just had. I can't let it go, Bart. You have to. You have to get a handshake on this one because not. It, it might not happen. But hey, let me just tell everybody out there. Because there's a lot of people just starting to bet. The odds state, if it can happen, eventually it will happen. Very profound. Yep. Scott, thank you. Never we got forget. him. Never forget that. All the Never forget. There, if it can happen, eventually it will happen. Very good stuff. Thanks, Scott. Thank you so much. I, I hope you're eating pizza in a year from now. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, I like how I get a pizza out pizza of this all of a sudden. The the so the Chiefs, if they are gonna win their third Super Bowl in a row, and they are lower odds in Vegas than the Niners, 
And I think people are factoring that in that no teams won three Super Bowls in a row. Now, the Packers won the first two in the NFL championship the year prior, but that's not technically three Super Bowls in a row. I think I I, mean, I just I can't bet it. like every year that Patrick Mahomes starts, they make at least the AFC championship. Are we wrong to assume that that's their starting point again? You can say, oh, no, it won't happen again, but we've been saying that for six years. Now, I don't know that they the, – the field is tough. The field's tough. But how do you how do you bet against the Chiefs? I don't think the 49ers are going to make the playoffs. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's just that, that's just piling on right now. You, I don't know. Bart, you know – Kyle you, Shanahan's only had – Four winning seasons out of seven. Bart, I think uh, I think the losing season comes back. Bart, let me ask you something. Where where are the Cardinals going with Kyler Murray next year? Uh they'll be bad. Okay, um, you have a first year head coach in Seattle. We love we love Geno Smith on this show, right? But but he's his his. his his peak has been reached in then some, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. best year he ever had was when he won comeback player of the year. He's getting older. He's regressing to some extent. Matthew Stafford, I mean, there was retirement talk a year ago. You think okay. this guy is going to out? And so they're in a division that's so favorable for them. They're going to have a cakewalk, just like the Lions had this year. No disrespect to your Packers, but you're essentially playing a rookie quarterback. Now, they came on like gangbusters at the end, but everyone knew that was going to be the Lions division. And it's the same thing for the 49ers. That is a that is a cakewalk NFC West. Now, I do think that there will be some teams, there always is, that make the playoffs that did not the year before. And coming up this Thursday night at 11 o'clock Eastern, the Bartometer will tell us which teams are the most likely to make the playoffs that did not the year before. That is this Thursday's Bartometer. You say, another football Bartometer? You're damn right another football Bartometer because that's what sells. So that's coming up on Thursday. 855-212-4227. More football coming up next. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? <laughs> bang, bang, not a gang. What's going on, fellas? What's up, buddy? I like to say um, I listen to your show every night, man. You're doing a wonderful job. Shout out to all the loyal callers that call in every night and the ones that stay committed to you and only you. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. CBS Sports Radio. I am Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227. David Shepard is here. Pat Boyle coming up with an update. Peter King wrote his final Monday morning quarterback. That's at least how we know the column. Uh, He wrote his final one, and he is retiring. And I thought it was very poignant when he said, you know, I'm at these Super Bowls, and I love it. I get incredible access, but I kind of want to watch one of these on TV. And he's going to step away. I'm sure he'll be back in some capacity, but Peter King, longtime NFL writer, 
uh, famously with Sports Illustrated and then uh, NBC for a while, uh, is retiring and just kind of said goodbye in this column that no one was really expecting, but he walked away. In the column, there's a lot of good looks down memory lane. Uh, there's a lot of good anecdotes from things that he remembers that are very interesting. Um, like when he was at the, remember the game that Frank Wright came back against the Oilers? They were down 35-3. They come back. They win. There were guys he saw from Houston media put non-refundable purchases on plane tickets to go to the game the next week at halftime. I don't know why we ever do that, but uh, just some good anecdotes in there. And then there were some football things. He always does the 10 things I think I think, and this week he did five. And this one caught my eye, and Peter King's very connected. And I don't think he just walks away and throws this nugget out there if there's not a reason to do it. And we've been talking about the Bears and what they're going to do with the number one pick. And I think it is the most fascinating draft story that we've seen in a long time. Because there's a lot of support for Justin Fields within that locker room. That's what we've heard. I think Justin Fields is good enough where he can win, especially if you make a really good team around him. And yes, Caleb Williams resets the rookie quarterback salary, the contract. That's good. Caleb Williams could be the next guy. All these things. But then the haul that the Bears could get, it really makes you think, what, what's the play here? So Peter King writes this. He says, I suppose I think the Bears are going to trade the top pick. I know nothing, but that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. Everything that I've read, and I am nowhere near as connected as Peter King, but I haven't, I haven't seen this wind. I haven't felt or heard this wind. That's what he's feeling. He goes, what I say, the Bears could keep fields, and he goes, and should, and trade the first pick down once or tr- once or twice. Let's say Ryan Poles, the GM, trades the top pick down one spot to Washington, who takes Caleb Williams. Well, then you'd get pick number two and a second-round pick and a first-round pick next year. That's a good cause for what it would take. Then let's say he takes that second pick and gives it to Atlanta. Because Atlanta wants to move up. That wind I have felt. So the Bears could trade down from one to two with Washington and then from two down to eight with Atlanta. And Atlanta would give them first and second round picks next year. You could move down from one trade twice, move down from one to eight and end up with picks eight and nine in this year's draft. And then two second round picks from either team this year. And then you'd have three first-round picks next year and two second-round picks. Now, you wouldn't get Marvin Harrison Jr. in this hall. I think a lot of Bears fans, if you're asking them, all right, well, if we don't get Caleb, we get Marvin Harrison some way. But that's why it's very interesting, this pick, is because if the Bears do trade, they can get a lot for it. And if Peter King is saying this on his way out, I just think you have to give some credence to this being a reality, which I feel like this has totally been a Caleb Williams decision that was going to be made. 
And now I'm going to give it second, third, fourth, and fifth thoughts because of what Peter King wrote. I respect this guy's work and his connectivity. I mean, the Super Bowl's over, and he's in a private room with Andy Reid 45 minutes after getting a rundown of the play called Corn Dog. This guy's access is unparalleled. So if Peter King's going to say it, I'm I'm going to feel like there's something to it. Let's talk to Rich. He's in Chicago. Rich, what's up with you? How you doing, sir? Hey. I have a question for you before we start. Is the Bears on the playoff picture for you next year? We'll ask the Bartometer. Um, I can I can tell I can tell you that the Bartometer. What did we find out? The Bartometer really likes Dak Prescott. Uh, it does have some bias. I think the Bartometer is fond of Justin Fields. So we will see. We will see. What What I think polls might do, and what I'm kind of hoping, maybe trade the pick, keep Justin Fields. You got two years left. Guess who's the quarterback coming out in 2026 that I am looking to get? Do you know who that name is? No, you're going to uh, – who, Arch Manning? Yes, yes, sir. Mm. You build the team up, build them up. If Fields does great, awesome. If he doesn't, you got Manning coming in, bam, there you go. So are you going to tell Bears fans to wait two more years for Arch Manning? Well, well they've yeah. waited 100 and still haven't gotten a guy, so what's two know, more? But- <laughs> I know, but but they are building up a solid, a really good defense. And if you get Marvin Harrison, and if Justin Fields doesn't do it, well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's just a thought. What do you think? Does that kind of make crazy? I don't know that they have enough of a leash or enough time to wait that long, and then right. they're going to get better. The Bears are going to – they're not going to be in this position every year. They're only in it this year again out of crazy luck. But they're not going to be in a position, I don't think, to draft Arch Manning. No. Well, if you keep building up enough picks, you can probably trade two or three picks to get that number one pick then. But Possibly, I mean, yeah, possibly. But that is such but, uh, a – that's such like a – Oh boy, gee, I hope this works. And there's so many variables. I mean, what if we finally see? Because he can't even beat out Quinn Ewers yet at Texas. Yeah, we thought he'd you be know, playing. It's frustrating by now. being a Bears fan, and Justin Fields has these moments of greatness where he looks on like the best, and then he has these brain farts, and in the fourth quarter, he just doesn't look like he can win a game for us, and it's kind of scary. Well, Bears fans, I will say that it's a good, like, it's a good position that you're in, and there will be a good immediate outcome. Either the Bears stay at one and you draft Caleb Williams and you've got this guy, or even if you don't want to trade, if you do trade the pick, you get a lot more picks and you've you've made your team is going to be better and there's going to be reason for optimism. It's just, did you make the right call? And Bears fans feel like they always, you know, what's behind door number three, they always should have picked door number one or door number two, and they always picked the wrong door. So right. that's could that's the problem. Possibly, could they keep Fields and draft Caleb Williams? That I just don't see happening at all. They could. I don't see it happening. 
at all. I don't know then, you, so you're going to play Fields for a year when we're not even sure if he's better than Caleb? So I don't, this isn't well, like Alex Smith, Mahomes. I don't think they're going to do that. Could you let him no. battle it out and then trade one midseason? Well, if you or do that, that then you're going to trade yeah. a guy that couldn't even win a starting job. And I don't know. Yeah. Midseason quarterback trades are, are hard. I know like Josh Dobbs was traded, but that was a desperation and he was bad. Right, right. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you listening. Yeah, I appreciate you listening. Thank you, sir. I've always listened to you guys. You guys are good. All right, Rich. Appreciate you. Rich in Chicago. That's where Brandon also is. Brandon, hey, man. Hey, what's good, Bart? Uh, what's good? Jeff, thanks for taking my call. What's up? I just want to say, man, I, I enjoy the show. You guys got me laughing every show. Guaranteed to have a laugh or two, you know, when I'm listening, man. So appreciate that. One guys. laugh or two in four hours. We got it. We got it going on, baby. <laughs> no, I probably. Uh, one or two every like uh, okay skit or whatever you know what I mean. All right, yeah, okay, all right, good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm still waiting for the call from Poles and uh, Hallis Hall to become the new OC. So, still got that, you know. But, yeah. Uh, so I got three questions for you. I got uh, NBA, NFL, and then like NBA history. Oh, you okay, yeah, go ahead. All right. So for the NBA, I've been watching. I'm, I'm liking. Uh, Golden State out of the West. Been liking them for a while now. And, like, I just wanted to get your uh, take on if I should, you know, lay down some money now or wait because, you know, they just lost to the Nuggets. I can All right, see so thank you for bringing up. that up. I'm glad you brought that up because I do want to get some NBA in here. Golden because State, I think, is a team that is going to get slept on. The clay off the bench thing is working. Chris Paul's coming back. I think a lot of uh, – the younger guys they have are going to carry a lot of the weight. Steph is Steph. And I did. I, I'll tell you, I put $10 on them winning the West. Plus 3000 so I'd win 300 bucks, I think, or plus whatever. But I watched the game yesterday. There is no chance that they are getting past the Nuggets. In a seven-game series, though? I mean, yeah. I don't even think. I'm not even sure they win a game. Wow. The Nuggets I mean, are a problem. Like, the Nuggets... I almost feel like the Nuggets are coming out of the West again. Yeah, I feel that way too, man. Jokic is like uh, generational talent for sure, man. He's just too, too good. There's a new stat every day that he's coming up with that no one's ever done. He's on like a 16-14 run points and rebounds. He's insane. Hey, Bart Brand, you guys want to hear a stat on Jokic? Yeah. So there have been eight 30.15 assist games. In the last 30 years, Jokic has four of them. 15 points, 15 assists? 15 rebounds, 15 assists, 30-point games. There's eight of them in the last 30 years. Nikola Jokic has four of them. Oh, God. So who's got the other? I think one other is like Luka. I think Luka has one of them. I think LeBron has one of them. Yeah, it's it's mm. it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's absolutely insane what he what he can do with the basketball. And he's he's the best. He is one of the five best passers in the NBA. Well, the thing that caught my eye last night with him was every like kind of action the Warriors would run. Right. He was playing some great D last night. So Bart, I'm like, oh boy. Bart, did you did you realize? Bert, I don't know if Bert, I don't think you realize this as well. Did you know they were down 16 when they took him out? 
Like when they took him out, they become very beatable. He is that valuable to that team. He is an instant 25-point swing every single time he suits up. Oh, yeah. Well, well, and he ne- but he never plays with the second unit either. That's true. That's true, too. But it's crazy. Yeah. What are his, like, playoff stats, though? Are, is it about the playoff same, stats? The guy, the guy last year was the first person ever in NBA postseason history to lead in total points, total assists, total rebounds ever in the seventy-five plus year history of the association. Nikola Jokic is the only one to pull that off. Yeah, wow. he's pretty good. So I mean, I'm just saying, just because it, like for the Warriors, it was like at plus six thousand, and now it's down to like twenty-four hundred. Well, so you put ten bucks. Down. Put ten bucks on it. I mean, don't like put some beer money on it. Don't don't yeah. like don't like quit your job and do it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And now for the NFL, you know, if they keep Fields or get uh, Williams, can you see them bringing in uh, Russ as like a mentor? Um, no. Russ is gonna try to start. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he wants to do that. Although if they now I don't there's if 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 he only cost a million and a half if that's all anybody has to pay him because they'll pay the vet men and then the Broncos got to cover the guarantee he'll find a place to start yeah he he will out of the thirty two teams yeah he for sure will and then my uh, last question is has anybody attempted or made a free throw line dunk in the game like in game uh I don't know. Do you know? Yeah, you know who's you know. Well, there's never technically been someone to take off from the free throw line. I know Giannis the has come closest, pretty close. That's that's who I was going to say. The closest I can recall is Eddie Jones, LeBron James, and Giannis did it in a postseason game where he was half a foot inside the free throw line. But the longest dunk ever in the history of basketball in an exhibition or all-star game is by an NBA player, Serge Ibaka. The longest dunk ever recorded by a professional athlete is actually Mike Conley Sr., who did it from seven inches above the free throw line. You just know know that? Uh, But I know basketball. I don't know anything else in life, but I do know basketball. What year was that? Uh, Conley did that in, it was in Chicago, I know that. I want to say 1985. Uh, it was a little after Jordan's rookie year. Wow. David man, Shepard, you know everybody. Stuff, David huh? Shepard. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I mean. I'm, I'm going to give you a clap too, man. Well, thank you, guys. Not yeah. Clap, clap <laughs> loud so I can hear it. Yep. Thank you. All right, uh, Brandon. Cool. Thanks, fellas. All right. I think that's, that's Brandon. Yeah. Good knowledge. 855 212 for CBS. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I'm Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227. David Shepard is here. We are talking NFL. It's Combine Week. 
That means we're going to hear and see coaches give interviews. And then we're going to see players do the 40-yard dash. And then we're going to see Rich Eisen do it. And then there's going to be these tests that they take that we don't know like what the test is, if they're hard or easy or what. And then someone's going to be bad, and then we're going to say, oh, he shouldn't be drafted. And then he's going to win Rookie of the Year. So it's Combine Week. That's what we're doing. 855-212-4227. Billy Bob is in Illinois. Billy Bob. I got a fun stat for all the Bear Sanders out there. Since okay. their Super Bowl win, how many games above or below 500 are the Bears? Since their Super Bowl win? Um, yeah, in 85. Uh, I don't know. They're 500 total? Only two games under 500. And that includes the last three years. So, as dismal as it may seem, the Bears are actually a pretty good franchise. For being two games under 500 since 1985? Yeah. What's dismal is that you think that that's good. I think that's good that they're only two games under 500. No, that's bad. Here's what you should do. You go and you look at when a team won the championship, and then you just Google it the year that they won, and, and they will tell you the number, what the record is since that year. Most of these teams are under 500 since they won the Super Bowl. Okay. Just do it. It's a fun exercise. Yeah, I'll do one right now. Um. In retrospect, I know we're talking about the NFL. The, the Green Bulls. Bay Packers, you know what they are since the last time they won a Super Bowl? I don't I don't know. 135 and 74. There you go. The uh, That's not a good record. That's not a good stat, Billy Bob. Well, you know, it's Chicago. It's not even down. 500. Well, you know, you can take you can look at Packers. It's it's, it's losing. It's a losers. It's losers. You got to look at the, the the glass half full, man. You know, <laughs> it's not though. It's literally not for them. It's like just you're under not, half. You're a Packers fan, man. You can do. You can win the same number for the Patriots. The Patriots have a similar number to the Packers, but for the the other, you know, twenty nine teams, most of these teams that they have won a Super Bowl, which seven haven't, they're about, they're under five hundred since they won the Super Bowl. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, hey, at least the Bears, the Bears did get back to one. There's a lot of teams that have never been to one. So you got that right. going for you. Anyway, sorry to bother you. You have a good night. No bothering about it, Billy Bobby. I think you I think you made my night. Uh Malcolm is in Green Bay. Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Look, uh, Here's my question for you. He thought it was a good stat. (laughs) We're mediocre. I love that. Anyway. Not even. uh, Not even. (laughs) You're not even getting a C. That's 50%. That's a D. That's an F. You fail. That's a fail. Bad. (laughs) All right. Uh, My thing was, uh, first off, I'd love to give props to Shep. Been listening to him since uh, for a long time. Overnights with Scotty. Blah, blah, blah. Indeed. Yep. He is the best dude. He's 
thank you uh, for bringing him with you, and he's awesome. Anyway, um, it was funny. About 10 months ago, uh, everybody in the NFC North was talking about, well, finally Aaron Rodgers is gone, and everybody else in this conference and this has a chance, and this division has a chance. And it looked like that. And it looked like, you know, the Campbell's got the, that Detroit looking great. Um, uh, Minnesota is Minnesota. They do great. They fall apart. It's it's like a thirty year cycle. Uh, and, and Chicago, sorry Chicago. <laughs> um, well, they're, they're only two is, games under five hundred since eighty five. Right, so they're five hundred. So since two thousand. So that's great. Anyway, uh, my question to you is: We finally got rid of Barry, right? We got uh, Joe Barry, in. yeah, defensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, uh, is this defense finally going to complement what's coming along? And do you think within the next two years we can be in the NFC Championship? And I would love to listen to your thoughts offline. I would Thank say you. that the thoughts, Malcolm, thanks for the call. I would say that the possibility of the Packers being in an NFC Championship game in the next two years are as good as any other team in the NFC. I think, or or they're like, number third or fourth ranked. You could rank them next year. You could rank them the year after. I, um, I would expect it. I I would, I would hope at least that that's where they get again as a Packer fan, but also just thinking and, and looking at the Packers from a, a macro view. That means I'm taking a step back and looking at it rationally is what I'm doing. Uh, they're going to get better. They got young talent. Uh, Jordan Love was good. And so, yeah, they should be very much in the conversation. The Packers, they have not been back to a Super Bowl since they won in 2010. They were consistently in NFC Championship games. They just couldn't win. They lost to the Giants. They lost to the Seahawks. They lost to the Falcons. They lost to the Niners. There had to be a Niner. There had to be a Niners loss in there. They lost to the Bucks. The Bucks. Tom Brady comes to Lambeau Field, throws three interceptions in the second half, and beats the Packers at home. So they've been back. They, they. I, I think. I think. Yeah. I, I would think. Yeah. The defense should be improved. Uh, they got the defensive coordinator. It, it's now the former coach of Boston College. And he had a press conference last week. Seems like they'll be a little more aggressive on defense. So, yeah, we'll see. 855-212-4227. You've got your favorite team. Let's talk about them. I'm Bar Winkler. More next. CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.